From Vistio, this is recorded for Quality Assurance. A show where we talk to the world's leading CX experts about industry trends, CX technology, and transforming customer support into a streamlined strategic advantage for your business. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to CXQA Live. This is the show where we have the opportunity to speak with very talented thought leaders and discuss the importance of the most valuable asset in your contact center, the agent. As always, for those of you listening to this discussion via our Recorded for Quality Assurance podcast, we'd like to remind you that we host these sessions live every Tuesday at noon Eastern time on AirMeet. Now, registration is completely free and incredibly simple. So if you want to add even more value to your Tuesdays, make sure you register today. And here on CXQA Live, we believe that agents with the right tools, training, and connection with your company will be a revenue growth and protection center for your brand. They'll be the best diagnostic tool you have for your business. They'll ensure that your customers are satisfied and connected. They'll produce more and better work. And they'll actually want to stay and contribute to the well-being of your company. All right. So today we have a very special guest with us today. If you want passion, experience, and most importantly, strong leadership in the contact center, look no further than my friend Armando Coronado. With years of experience working with a variety of companies, Armando has led many teams to help improve the overall design of experience. So Armando, you actually host your own podcast, The Lion and the Duck, right? Tell me, how do you feel being in the hot seat today? First off, thank you, Jacob, for having me and uh, very, very excited to be here and, and share a little bit of my wisdom and learnings. The Lion and the Duck Signature Series podcast is uh, something that manifested from just the, the passion I have of leaders and leadership. Obviously, being on the hot seat, a little fearful, right? Now the tables are turned a little bit. And I think one of the most important key parts of being a leader is to be able to overcome that fear. And it's usually derived by the fear of failing. A lot of leaders, we tend to hesitate on doing something because we're afraid of the optics or of just failure in general. So please make sure that you check out episode one is available. It's fear of failure with my special guest, Susie Earhart. And we talk about how to overcome that. We give you some strategies. We give you some action items. I have put that in the chat, direct link to the video. So please make sure you comment, subscribe, like, share. It's good stuff that helps people through their own leadership journey. Again, thank you, Jacob, for having me. Yeah, man, honestly, it's it's my pleasure. And, you know, it, it's so great that you had Susie on this episode because, you know, we've talked to Susie in the past as well, and she's fantastic. So in case you guys need any more reason to go check out that video, which I don't think you do, but I can personally attest to just how great of a person Susie is. And I have listened to that episode as well. And y'all, y'all really need to go check it out. So today's topic, Armando, in an interesting and incredible turn of events, actually ties in with the core values that you have for your show. You know, I'm actually thinking back to that kind of aha moment we had last week when we were actually planning out this episode. We're like going through the topics and you're like, oh, well, what if we did like compassionate, bold and authentic? I was like, bam, there it is. That's money right there. But yeah, let's let's bring some of that lion and duckness over to CXQA Live. 
So I guess without further ado, let's go ahead and jump in and understand what kind of qualities a leader needs to embody to help their agent succeed. So we'll start off. Armando, why should people genuinely care about their contact center team? Yeah, I love how when we had that conversation about being compassionate, being bold, being authentic, these are the core values that really have helped me through my leadership journey. And so this question is, you know, being genuinely compassionate and caring for your team goes beyond just hello, hi, how are you? How can I support you? I have this quote that I say as a leader that my success is dependent upon your success. And so at the very bare bones of it, having care for your team boils down to your success. You can't be successful without your team being successful. But the biggest part of genuinely caring about your contact center team is what I call the three dimensions of a relationship. You have to understand that in every relationship, specifically, especially as a leader, you have a human side, you have a business side, and you have the hidden side. And so I think of this as a, as a triangle. And when you think about the triangle, you think that in an interaction, you have this human side of our interaction, and we're exposing to you who we are as a human being the things we like, the things we're interested in, what makes us become inspired and motivated, right? Who we are. Then we have our business side. And the business side is always about what our aspirations are, what we want to do in a business and how a business functions. So many times businesses will fall on policies, procedures, and contact center agents will typically say comments like, well, that's not part of our policy or, or our procedure is to do X, Y, and Z. And now they've exposed their customer to that business side, right? So in this triangle, they're trying to balance the human side, the needs of the customer, with the business side, how do I support those needs within the boundaries that I've been given? And underneath, that's that hidden side. What they don't tell you, that customer isn't exposing to you what is going on in their life. A loved one may be ill. They may have had you know, a tough day at the office. There's a lot of things that happen in our lives that impact us and that hidden side oftentimes is where the compassion really has to be genuine because you have to have compassion for that. They're not always going to express that. And when you as a leader can dive into there and dig out that hidden side, balance the human and the business side, genuinely caring for your team, you will get them to move mountains for you, which goes all the way back 360 to my success is always dependent upon your success. I love that. I'm picturing this visual, right? And I can't remember the exact verbiage of it, but it was the difference between a leader and a boss. And I think the boss was standing on a platform and the team was pulling it. But then the leader was at the front of like those ropes that were pulling the platform and he was demonstrating to his team how to do it. I really think that encompasses just on the whole, uh, what, what kind of leadership is required. And I feel like compassion, honestly, is one of the more overlooked ones 
people tend not to take work so personally. I don't know how they do that. I take my work very personally. It's a part of who I am. It provides me financial safety. I don't know if you're familiar. Is it is it Waslo? He has the pyramids of safety, and it talks about psychological safety, financial safety, etc. But yeah, compassion, very overlooked, not just in the contact center, especially in the contact center. We've had a lot of guests on the show. We've talked about empathy as well, almost generating this internal buy-in. If you're going to try to convince your team of, hey, this is what we need to do, I think it's very important that you're able to kind of empathize with them a little bit. And I love it. You called it. We talked about this a little bit before when you were introducing this idea of the the three dimensions of a relationship. I love the way you had that pyramid because you had the human side, business side, but it's all right on top of this hidden side. And I think that's that's really the core, right? Right. I I love the fact you're talking about triangles and mountains because I just I see this visual. Right. And. One of my favorite things, okay, yes, Doug, you hit me up in the chat there, Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. Thank you. If you've never seen that graphic, it's fantastic. Go take a look at it. You'll be like, wow, this is this is very scarily accurate to what I feel like I need as an employee for any company. But yes, especially, it's especially important to show compassion for what I like to call, honestly, human punching bags, because that's sometimes what call center agents do. They are the frontline workers. They are taking in those calls. And sometimes people are just really angry about what's going on. But that's that hidden side, right? That's exactly it. They're not really upset at the agent or the company. They're upset because maybe they just lost their job or there was a death in the family. There's something going on that, that that deeper part. And if you can tap into that for your agent teams to be able to kind of empathize, which don't get me started on why AI can't do that. Sorry, that'll be for another episode, I'm sure. We all know how I feel. But to be able to tap into that kind of compassion and empathetic side of your agents to to be able to let them embrace that, I think that's really what's going to differentiate what makes good customer experiences and what makes great customer experiences. But establishing that kind of camaraderie within your team and encouraging that kind of culture, that's also just going to provide them, again, with the hierarchy of needs, that psychological safety. They're going to feel like they're being supported by that company. And we say it in the show, it's going to help them produce more and better work. So. Yeah. Well, and I also, in in the contact center, when we think about compassion, we also have to recognize that compassion and passionate are so similar, but yet very different in that we have to be compassionate that not every contact center agent is passionate about what they are doing, but they are passionate about who they're doing it for. When they come home and they see their family, that is that hidden side that as leaders, we have to understand Mm. and we have to have compassion for what is happening there. And not always expecting our agents to be passionate about the work they're doing, but it's okay to be passionate about who you're doing it for. Absolutely. And, you know, like I said, with compassion being a very underrated thing, it almost feels like you're making you're making a statement when you 
allow your agents to embrace that and allow yourself to see that kind of opportunity within your agents. Um, so I guess that kind of leads right into our next point. Uh, Armando, how can demonstrating that kind of boldness, like allowing that as a leader, lead your team to success? Yeah, you know, I think it really starts with rethinking how you're going to innovate something, right? A lot of times we want to, when we think about innovation, we think about creating something new. And too often as leaders, we get caught up in that. How do I do something that hasn't been done before, especially in a contact center? How do I make something feel fresh and new when really we just need to rethink how do I take what we've got going on today? How do I take that and re-innovate that? How do I make that feel fresh and new? You know, don't start at zero because you have a lot of history in a contact center in that organization. Start at where you need to start to start to innovate and create from there. Also, redesign your employee experiences. You got to understand that another triangle is all about the employee and their level of satisfaction. When you have happy employees, they deliver great service, which then turns around and generates business growth, revenue, dot, 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 right? One of the things I have done in my experience as a contact center leader, I created mentorship programs. I gave my team the opportunity to grow and work alongside other departments like workforce management, supervising, leadership, QA, all the other functions cross-functionally, they got an opportunity to be exposed to these departments as a mentorship program for two reasons. One, is this for me? And two, can I build a skill and do this even if it means not with me, not with my team, or not with my organization? And I think when you have that genuine care coupled with being bold and being authentic and saying, it's okay that you may not be here with us forever. I want to make sure I leave something with you, right? So as you go, you move on, you can look back and say, man, that mentorship program, it's what shaped and shifted me to be successful. The other thing I did was a development program or a development plan. A lot of us, we know of you know, development plans as this big negative thing that we have to do that helps agents get better. And, you know, we have some kind of, again, rethink and innovate how you're doing that, right? Because right now it's such a negative touch point for our employee experience that what we really have to do is take that and kind of like clay, mold it into what we need it to be to help it work for us. And what I've done is I've created tier systems where agents have a purpose, when you give them a purpose through their development plan, then now you're engaging them. And now that development plan is truly developing them. It's creating that mold, that clay and saying, I'm going to shape and shift this and help you. And you're going to have your hands in there too, like ghost, right? Like I'm going to be cradling you and we're going to be doing this thing together. I think those are the two key things when you're being bold Rethink how you're doing the same old, same old. Don't try to do something new. Like, yes, that's all great stuff. But if you just spend a little bit of time and energy and rethinking how you're doing what you're doing today, you'll find success. 
you know, all I can think about when you talk about like seeing the agent as more than the agent and being able to give them like mentor short programs or mentorship programs or development programs. We have had him on the show a couple times, man, by the name of Martin Anderson. Are you familiar with Martin at all? No, I'm not. Unfortunately, I'm not familiar, but Martin, I'll, I'll look for you if you're on LinkedIn and I'll reach out. Yeah. No, guys, definitely go check out Martin. We've had him on the show before, but one of the coolest things that Martin does, and I, you very rarely see this, when contact center agents move up or move out of the company, it's celebrated, right? Because yes, you're losing a team member, you're losing an agent, but this person has grown as an individual and that's what they're celebrating. They're celebrating the fact that, hey, you didn't just get stuck in this role, you embraced it and now you're doing this, you're spreading your wings and you're flying. Actually, funnily enough, what's really cool is where we're officed out of for the time being, Charleston Digital Corridor. Um, obviously, this is not it. This is, this is the beauty of hybrid work. I'm here in my home. Regardless, there's this beautiful mural and I can't remember if his name is Leon, but there's this character and it has the body of like a mouse and there is the head of a lion and then there is like birds coming out of his mouth as well. And the idea is you start small, then you become this big authority figure and then you kind of, you've spread that same message to others. And I think one, that's, you probably resonate a lot with that because of the lion and the duck. But two, I think that's just a beautiful attitude for everybody to have towards like people that roles that people think are insignificant or just, well, anybody could do your job. It's like, no, really invest in them because you'll be surprised what you can uncover. Right. Really quickly, I would like to highlight here. Dave absolutely loved it when support people moved into other departments because they brought a support perspective to those other teams. It's like sending support ambassadors to other departments, right? And that's, why is that such an uncommon thing? Why is this something that we have to celebrate? Why isn't this just a common practice, right? We should always be inspiring that kind of boldness in your team. And you also mentioned, which we'll get to in a minute, authenticity, one of the coolest things that I find about the concept of being bold in your contact center, we kind of touched on it a little bit talking about compassion is not only to let like you as a leader be bold and to try new things, but to encourage that same kind of attitude as well in your agents and give them that feeling of, well, Hey, this isn't just a, a nine to five, 24, seven job. Sometimes it is 24 uh, seven, depending on what your industry is. But this is something where I actually have an opportunity to grow. And if it's not here, then being able to put in place like mentorship programs or development programs or to have different people from your support departments move into other departments, it, it really is just a beautiful way to kind of align your business and just to allow the voice of support to be heard. I've often heard it said that one of the most important things you can do as a leader is to fail hard and fail fast. So that way, if, if you're being bold, you're not, you're not afraid to take those kind of chances, lose out on them, but then find a quick way to solve them. And kind of what you mentioned earlier is you kind of rely on that strength of the team, the exact quote, hold on, it's right here. My success is dependent upon your success. Being able to show that, hey, I can fail too, and it's okay because we get back up and we move right along. Um, That's right. 
be able to give your agents that perspective as well is fantastic. So kind of went off a little bit on a tangent there as I tend to, but Armando, you kind of mentioned authenticity a little bit when talking about boldness, which is great because this is going to be our last point for the show. So do you think that a lack of authenticity is one of the biggest reasons why companies find it hard to retain their agents? Yeah, it's not just a lack of authenticity. It's the lack of authenticity in the culture, not necessarily the people. I think a lot of times we think about that as like as an individual, we have to be authentic. But really, you got to think about it from a culture perspective. Now you're speaking in behalf of the entire organization when you start writing down your mission, your vision, and your values. Those values cannot become the pitfall of just another phrase, another thing, right? You have got to really be um, focused on how do you deliver that on a regular basis? How do you not get stuck in the business dimension? And um, and you got to realize that that culture is what's, you know, it's pinning those values up and it's saying, here's what we believe in. Here's our, here's who we are, right? Whether, you know, for me, it's the, the be bold, be compassionate, be authentic. Those are the values that when I go into a contact center, when I'm leading any project or any team, those are the things that I stay focused on. And I do those on a regular basis. And I make sure that it's not just the individual, it's collectively everybody. And it's, it's a, it's a team effort. And that's the most important thing. When we talk about being authentic, we're talking about doing this and living it every single day, even on the tough days. So again, I, I think it's important to recognize that authenticity isn't just about the individual. It's about the collective effort that's coming from the team, from the business on up. From, it, it goes from the top down, right? Like it, everybody yeah. has to be authentic in how they approach their relationships. But why, why is it so hard for, for businesses to be authentic, do you think, all the way through? Is, is it because they're caught just- up in that business, uh, 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 that business dimension, right? They're so caught up mm-hmm. in uh, they're not recognizing there's a human side, there's a, there's a hidden side. They're only focused on that business side. How do we execute something? How do we increase metrics? How do we increase our service levels, manage our service levels? When if they looked at it and said, let's put our effort into the hidden side, Let's recognize the human side that will in turn take care of the business side. Mm. And when you lack that compassion for what is going on on that hidden side, people can see that and they're just going to jump. They're going to go to the next, the next call center, the next, whatever it is, because you're not attending to that. And I think that is the challenge. How do we balance all three of those dimensions so that we can be effective leaders? Yeah. And I'd like to point out Shafiq, forgive me if I pronounced that incorrectly, but Shafiq just said frameworks are important too. Authenticity needs to be within a business framework. And that makes sense because like you said, there's a lot of obsession with metrics, which of course is a quick plug for our previous episode with our good friend, Dave Seaton, who was in the chat today as well. Make sure you go check out that session where we talk about the unintended consequences of uh, obsession with metrics. But I mean, do you agree that 
you really need to have that kind of authenticity put into a framework? Or do you think that's something that, I don't know, should just, I, I, I don't know. How, okay, how do you go about putting that into a framework? Do you know the answer to that? That's a, that's a great, great question. I personally look as authenticity as being something that you do, who you are and how you accomplish something, not necessarily something that is written or designed, right? Because when you start to try and design being authentic, how authentic is that? So although I love the idea of, um, of, making sure that it's embedded in a framework, I think it's more important that it's embedded in a culture. Authenticity should just be something that happens, not something that's designed. Yeah. And this is great. This is why I love CXQA Live because this is a discussion, not just between you and me. We have chat getting involved and Shafiq just said, someone who's authentically right wing can't be free to be fully authentic over the phone with customers while representing the company. There needs to be rules in place which are aligned with the image that the company wants to represent. So I guess that's taking literal authenticity, right? It's it's the individual versus the company, right? We want to be our best authentic selves, but not to the point where it's it's divisive, I think is what we're going for there. That's right. Uh, so I guess in that sense, you would need some sort of, of a framework and, and i'm with you armando i'm i'm the kind of guy that it's like hey let's just do this 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 and let it permeate i'm not a framework guy uh you know i've i've mentioned that we're not big on metrics um just because you know metrics are always going to be one of those things you see when they talk about roi uh you're, you're going to see increased metrics right it's kind of a given but it's a very interesting question that's been posed here, and I think this would actually be a really fun one to talk about uh, over in our, our post session, which we'll be coming up on in three minutes. But Armando, since we do have a little bit of time left over, um, I really think we talked about some fantastic things between being compassionate, bold, and authentic. Uh, you mentioned that you did have a lot of experience in the contact center do you have any numbers that you could share with us per chance that you've actually achieved in leadership roles? Yeah, thank you for that. So I, I tend to try not to put the spotlight on me. So I'm going to say this in a way that highlights the team because it was really a team effort. And I have this saying, together we can. And together, I was able to maintain 92% attendance. That means 92% of my staff showed up and they showed up because I was authentic. They showed up because we were compassionate. They showed up because we were bold in inventing things that reinventing how we managed a contact center. You talked about metrics. There's a famous saying, if you follow sports, you put your nose on the ball and that, and it will find you. It's the same way with the metric. You put your nose on that metric and it will find you. You will improve that metric. But it, you have to understand, is that really what you're aiming for? Or really, should you be aiming for improving the individual who then in turn has that direct relationship with that metric? And so 92% attendance doesn't happen overnight. We carried that for two years straight while I was managing 
a large scale contact center with about 150 call center agents. We kept that because we worked together and together we can. You know, and, and of course, uh, uh, for those business folks, EBITDA, making sure that we maintained that and had that growth revenue. But again, it comes back to taking care of the employee. So that's my stat there. That's my, that's my basketball talk. No, I love that. And I love that you still continue to give credit to where credit is due, which was the team. But yeah, credit to you, man, for just continuing to just be this incredible individual who inspires leadership and all those he encounters. It's so exciting to see you do a podcast as well. Guys, make sure you please, 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 please go check out the chat. Go check out his video on YouTube. It's a fantastic episode with Susie. We've had Susie on the show before. But Armando, I got to tell you, man, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. And thank you again for just, there it is. Please go click that. Go click that link. So worth your time. But yeah, man, such, such a pleasure to get to know you and to get to chat and to just talk about, I really want to cornerly say the ABCs of great leadership, but being compassionate, being bold, being authentic, such incredible, incredible values for leaders to, uh, to embody. So Armando, again, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, team. I really appreciate the time. I uh, Remember, be bold, be compassionate, be authentic. There you go. And guys, make sure before you log off today, you go do something awesome. Now, one of the coolest things about meeting in Airmeet is we now have the opportunity to jump over into one of our post-discussion tables. So make sure if you've got the time, I know I'm going to be there. I think Armando's going to be there. And we may even have some more people there, some familiar faces. So... With that said, I'm going to go ahead and end the session, and we will see you guys there. See ya. To listen to a recording of this and other episodes, visit vistio.io forward slash podcasts. And to join our show live each week, go to vistio.io forward slash CX live.